You are listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad, and this is a very special year in Ireland, and it has been recognised in the last few years by the Government of Ireland that the event that is coming up on the 1st of February, the celebration, which is St. Bridget's Day, has merited becoming a national holiday. And uh, in addition, this year it's the 1500th year celebrating or commemorating St. Bridget 1500 years ago. And Solis Fridge Centre and Hermitages is an initiative of the Bridgetine Sisters and the centre evolved from 25 years of Bridgetine ministry in Kildare Town. And I have Geraldine Moore with me here. Geraldine, uh, so we can, we reconnected last year, and I'm delighted to reconnect this year because it is a special year. It's 1500 years. Yeah, it's a very special year here, um, Austin. And not just here, I have to say, but it's kind of gone all around the world. We're amazed at the amount of people and the amount of emails, uh, people calling that come into us that are from USA, Canada, um, Europe, Australia. Um, that have heard about St. Bridget, that know it's a special year. So they're all kind of reconnecting with us uh, for this year. And we've ha- we actually have a, quite a few um, pilgrim groups booked in for the year ahead. But, of course, we have to get over Fela Bridget first. So, um, but, but throughout the year, we will have quite quite a number of visitors because of the special year. And Geraldine, um, when you say you have people coming pilgrimage, you cater to uh, people seeking out a little bit of quiet, reflective time. I suppose a little bit about our centre here. Um, the centre here has, has on site, we have three hermitages. And the hermitages are actually, they're always quite busy because people... They need that space to come away from the busy world and just, you know, to, to give themselves a bit of headspace, a bit of time maybe for reflection. Uh, some people will come, maybe they want to do a bit of reading. Some people maybe want to do a bit of writing. But the people are crying out for spaces like that in, in today's world. So that is part of what goes on here at Solace Rida. But in the main centre itself, we would have um, pilgrim groups that come into us. And uh, many of the pilgrim groups um, are seeking out um, something on, on this both Celtic spirituality and in particular, of course, um, something on St. Bridget, because St. Bridget seems to touch a lot of people. Um, I think she's, you know, she's, in, she's a saint in a way for all times. Because every generation gets something from her and maybe something new or maybe an old story told in a new way. But um, so we'd have a lot of groups. And as I say, particularly from the USA, Canada, Australia and uh, from from other European countries, as well as Irish groups Mm -hmm. uh, and groups from the UK. How many normally might be in a group or what? Oh, it could be anything from 10 up to 40, 50. 
We like the slightly smaller groups because you get a, more of a chance to interact with people. But we've we've had um, in in the, this last twelve months, we actually had a group of forty five from uh, St. Bridget's Parish in Germany who trace their parish roots back to um, St. Bridget or to monks who brought um, news of Bridget and the message of Bridget to to Germany. So we were, we were very excited about that. It's not every day you get uh, St. Bridget's Parish from, from Germany. And they, oh. they were cl- kind of proudly claiming that they were the only St. Bridget's Parish in Germany. But we've had lots of other German groups that have come in that would have um, maybe schools called St. Bridget's or in their churches, they would have stained glass windows depicting St. Bridget. And this, of course, is St. Bridget of Ireland, not mm-hmm. St. Bridget of Sweden, who is the patron of, of Europe. But this would directly trace back to St. Bridget of Ireland. So, um, yeah, groups, as I say, can be as, as small as 10, uh, but as large as 40, 50. Um, we also have a lot of what we call drop-in visitors, people who maybe are on a little individual pilgrimage themselves, uh, maybe come to visit Kildare to go to St. Bridget's Wells. Um, we have two locally and uh, would call in again just maybe to spend a little bit of quiet time. And, of course, we have um, Bridget Flame, Bridget Bridget Light here in the centre and very many of them love to come in and just spend time in our Bridget room just sitting with the flame and you know a little bit of quiet meditation themselves So Geraldine when a group like that arrives do you uh, provide accommodation? Can they No we don't other than our hermitages we Mm -hmm. don't provide accommodation Mm -hmm. because generally groups like that could be as as I suppose, for want of a better word, they could be on a kind of a circuit. So mm-hmm. some of them maybe are coming from the likes of Glendalough or going to Glendalough. They would go to Clonmacnoise. Some of them you mentioned earlier in our chat. Some of them would go to the um, to the Aran Islands, to Ackle, places mm-hmm. like that where there's ancient um, uh, church sites and monastic sites. Mm. So they would be traveling to different places. So they would pick a generally maybe a kind of a large, largest center and travel out from there to the different places. So typically then if a group like that arrives, it's a day visit, obviously. It can be anything from an hour as in a quick visit to a program for practically the day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like by yeah. that, I mean, it's not a weekend or overnight. It's no, a, it's a, it's no, a, no, no, it's a one day no. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And in that, um, yeah, I can see how that would very much fit in, in a, yes. a tour of uh, what yeah. would be religious monastic sites. And there are some wonderful sites all over Ireland. Oh, fantastic. Yes. So then for the hermitages, what, how, what would be the typical thing there? The typical stay, I suppose, we um, we in- encourage, or we, we, I suppose, we require people to stay for at least two nights because okay. we find that there is there's no benefit to it if it's any less. Mm-hmm. But uh, typically, I suppose, the average length of stay would be maybe four nights. 
Um, some people could come for a lot longer. Maybe, you know, they're on a, a kind of a sabbatical and would stay a bit longer. Um, but, but generally maybe around four nights would be okay. the, the average stay. And of the hermitage, what would be the accommodation then? The accommodation, really- there, I actually, I, I love, I love when I get to go down to our hermitages when I have to show people down to the hermitages. Because if you imagine the, um, the old Irish roundhouse, Yes. So our hermitage is around in shape, and within each hermitage, there's a, a little kitchen area, living area, and a little ensuite bedroom. And the kitchen is completely set. People are it's self catering, so the kitchen is completely set up to allow people to do that. But a lot of people will say to us that um, they will, you know, maybe cook a couple of meals, but there's loads of places to eat in Kildare. So right. if they really want to treat themselves, they take a walk down the town. Um, but some people, you know, it's interesting because some people come and we see them when we, you know, when we give them their key and check them in. And we mightn't see them again until they're checking out. Other people will come and then they will come back up to the centre, maybe use our prayer room with a, a reading room, go into our Bridget room and they will kind of use the, the facilities within the centre themselves. It depends on people's own need, I think, really. And Geraldine, when we were chatting earlier on up the, a few minutes ago, we were talking about the influence that Bridget had globally mm-hmm. and how she's recognised. Is it reasonable to conclude that some of that, if not a lot of that, is because Bridget was a woman? Um, that's a difficult one now, Austin. Um, I suppose for the world today, she, and particularly, uh, I suppose for women, she is certainly a great exemplar of, um, women's leadership. I will say that much. Um, I think that, I suppose, looking at the spread of, of Bridget, Throughout Europe, and I suppose in particular, firstly, it was a lot of the, the monks who would have been within her monastery took Bridget out to, um, to Europe. And I suppose a lot of it comes down to the woman's kind of spirituality because, you know, she's no, was known as a, a woman for the poor and the embarrassed in society. She was known as a woman of the land. Um, she was known as a woman of contemplation and um, she was also known and most importantly I think she was known as a woman of peace and in fact her and the abbesses who followed her were often referred to as women who could turn back the streams of war and I think you know today that really really resonates with a lot of people. And I guess the the source of my question, in a way, is that traditionally the church is dominated by men. Yes. And if you look at the uh, calendar, mm-hmm. the um, number of male saints relative to female saints is um, way out of proportion. So yes. in that sense, I'm asking uh, Bridget being a female uh, is... Um, a, a lighthouse in a very much in a male dominated yes. calendar. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, she's, she's a beacon. 
yes. Yeah, she's very much she's very much a beacon. And you know, I suppose not alone. You know, if we take the church, that um, there's you know very few kind of female saints. But I suppose um, for Bridget in particular, um, I suppose for want of a better word, she was never really rated, or for many years she wasn't rated. Um, by the church, and it was the ordinary people, the people um, themselves who kept Bridget alive through, you know, the weaving of the cross, through visiting St. Bridget Wells, um, through the telling of the stories, of the, the folklore stories of Bridget. And really, you know, that, in a way, kept Bridget alive. Um, I think now... Um, Possibly, you know, the church is looking maybe at Bridget in a, in a slightly different light. And I suppose, um, I suppose outside of the church, the fact that we got a national holiday last year for the first time, um, was, was just, was wonderful. It was, it was really, um, a fantastic achievement. Um, and, you know, it, it, I think it created an excitement and a recognition of Bridget to a wider audience because even people who hadn't heard of her suddenly realized, oh goodness, you know, this woman now has given us a day off. Um, and it, you know, that, that in itself is, is, is wonderful. Um, oh. and here in Kildare actually on, on this coming Sunday, um, there's actually a, a relic of Bridget coming to um, the church, the, the the local parish church, St. Bridget's Parish Church here. And um, the relic is being received by uh, Bishop Dennis Nolte, and who's our, our diocesan bishop. And uh, so there's, there's a great, great celebration of that within the church as well and within the church community. So you mentioned as well that there's a lot happening before you get into your year, you have a busy year. So uh, come, coming up for the celebrations for La Fela Brida and the, uh, uh, be it the month of February or the, the week, what, what have you on the agenda? Well, this, this year, as I say, because of the extra, uh, special year that is, that it is, um, the, the, the Fela Brida program is very packed. Um, officially it starts on the 31st, of course, with the, um, with the, uh, pilgrimage, a candlelight pilgrimage to Bridget, St. Bridget's Wells. And it continues, uh, for 10 days. It's not finishing until the 10th of February with a peace and justice conference. And I know sadly, I, I suppose a lot of your listeners are so far away that they, they, um, they're a little bit, maybe feel a little bit removed from the celebrations. But this year we've actually quite a number of our celebrations, our online celebrations. And we have a, we have a, a meditation, uh, an online meditation on the 6th of February. And we have another, we have a talk by a very, very, um, woman well versed in all the folklore of Bridget. And she's giving a talk on the 7th of February, and that's called um, St. Bridget, a Woman of Boundless Heart, Faith, Courage and Love. And um, then, of course, we always have an annual Celtic lecture, 
And this year, for the first time, the Celtic Lecture is going to be available online as well. And uh, we're very excited because we've really good guest speaker for for the um, the Celtic Lecture, Owen Curry. And um, he's going to his the title of his lecture is the secrets of Saint Bridget. So we're all looking forward to hearing that and what new revelations Owen will come up with, because you know we learn something new about Saint Bridget all the time. And Geraldine, this is Owen the travel guru. It is Owen the travel guru. Okay. Yes, you certainly have that one there, Austin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure Owen, from having heard him numerous times. Uh, discussing a variety of things relative to Ireland. I know he has a depth of knowledge and history and locale that yes. would be very yes. important. He's yeah. an amazing uh, depth of knowledge, actually. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We're and really look, looking forward to that, actually. And then I know on the uh, uh, county side, they have a lot of celebrations as well. And we'll oh, be my covering goodness. That. Like, I, yeah. yeah. I, but yeah. uh, looking out towards the rest of the year then, how are things? On- well, the rest of the year, I suppose a lot of the celebrations, uh, and even county-wise, a lot of the celebrations are centred around the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But we decided here that we're not just celebrating Bridget for St. Bridget's Day or Mina Fáil of Rida, the month, but we're going to send it out to Blina Fáil of Rida. So we're sending it out as a, a year of Bridget. So um, we have a very interesting uh, workshop here later in February, and it's called Women's Iconography in the 21st Century. And it's, you know, kind of a whole workshop around creating a modern icon, and particularly a modern icon of St. Bridget. We also have a conference uh, in April, and the title of the talk by a, a, a lady called Dr. Adele Vratnock, and her t- the title of her talk that day is Why Did St. Bridget Choose Kildare? And the Power of the Religious Landscape. So that sounds fascinating. Uh, we have an international pilgrimage in June, um, walking in the footsteps of St. Bridget. And of course, in the meantime, we celebrate... You know, our normal uh, celebrations, we've, we always celebrate Earth Day, the spring uh, equinox, Bialtana, as well as the liturgical seasons, because Easter comes slap bang in the middle of it all. So mm-hmm. um, we're, we're kind of excited about, you know, a lot of our, our stuff. And, and, and an awful lot of our events this year will be through the lens of 1500 years of Bridget. Brilliant. Geraldine, I'm going actually, to we have another very exciting collaboration with um, uh, Mount St. Anne's, it's a retreat centre in County Leash. And we're doing, a, uh, Mount St. Anne's and ourselves are doing an online uh, spring course. And the, the title, the loose title is Bridget, A Woman, A Life, A Legacy. And there's some wonderful guest speakers in that. And that's all going to be going out online because many of our our um, overseas friends have been calling out and crying out for a, a connection to what we're doing. Geraldine, we're going to have to wrap up, I'm afraid, but if, the powerful agenda. And if anyone's looking for information, you go to a- anyone, a- yes. So if anybody is looking for <laughs> for information, they uh, if they drop into our website which is www.solusbrida.ie, 
And for the wider um, celebrations going on, if they uh, want to go into the Bridget 1500 website. Indeed, and I'm going to spell out that. That's S-O-L-A-S-B-H-R-I-D-E dot I-E, if you want to go in on that. Geraldine, it's been fantastic reconnecting with you. Um, oh, lovely, Austin. And I know it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. Just the um, continued spirit that is very evident uh, and that it is permeating nationally and internationally at this stage is powerful. Austin, there's one thing that is happening, that is happening global-wise. And we started it last year, and it's it's a global call for peace on Bridget's Day. So we're inviting people, wherever you are, in whatever form you are, to stop for a minute's silence on at 12 noon, wherever you are, in your time, on Bridget's Day. And it's just in solidarity with those who are in conflict in the world and those who are suffering as a result of conflict. And maybe it's something that your listeners might like to take up. I know we've had last year, we had word from from Canada that many people did participate in the pause for peace. And it'd be lovely if if we thought that everybody was joining in with us uh, on Bridget's Day for peace in honour of that woman. Thanks so much, Shirley. Thank you very much, Justin. It was lovely talking to you.